This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. And this is the Cinema, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Today we're going to go see a movie called Wish, the latest Disney animated studios movie that we're going to go see with our two boys. Um, how are you feeling about this one, Cathy? I mean, I'm excited to see a Disney animation in the cinema. I feel like it's been a while. Has it <laughs> Their been last a while? big movie was A Little Mermaid, which we didn't see, which was live action. Yeah. So I think it's been a while. It's a nice, like, family trip. Um, I think the... I'm interested to see this movie because I can't figure out what it's about from the trailers other than this movie makes a wish. It's about a wish. And I hope that's not the whole plot. There's a star? Yeah. <laughs> or something? I think this is the origin. The, I mean, there was a lot of eye rolling about this because it seems to be the origin story of the wish, of the wish upon a star from Pinocchio it's or something. Because it's 100 Disney. Yeah, I, so it's Disney's, you know, uh, centenary celebration movie I think that they've spun a story out of I've but seen the- eye rolling too because people are like I've just seen a few headlines of people saying oh it's just like a cynical marketing ploy I don't agree with that because I actually think if you've got the richness and the history that Disney has in terms of creating animation you absolutely should reference it on your 100th birthday so I, I don't I disagree with that objection um, however I'll wait and see until we see the film and like how we actually feel about it um, and how they've done it so I'm keeping an open mind and I can't say our kids are particularly excited for it either like they've seen the trailers the trailers haven't resonated with them either so yeah there wasn't uh, much excitement when we said we're going to go see this yeah from them <laughs> they were like yeah cool whatever like they get yeah. to eat popcorn and stuff they were they like, like yeah that, they're more excited about that yeah, um, yeah but anyway I'm looking forward to watching it and I think like it's a lovely thing this time of year to go to the cinema as a family yeah I mean I'm just happy to be going to see a Disney movie I mean like they, they, they don't usually disappoint yeah they to be might fair, when be was great. the last disappointing Disney animated movie no, like, like we're two people who watched the Paw Patrol movie recently so like, <laughs> yeah I mean like you know it's gonna be better I'm, than I'm that. sure it's gonna hit a certain standard yeah. it looks quite beautiful from the trailer so yes, I'm looking forward to it and I but I think they'd be struggling getting people in with between the title and the trailers yeah uh, yeah that's a good point I wonder interesting there's looking. no buzz around this but then no. Frozen before Frozen came out nobody knew what that was either right at least I mean I gotta I gotta at least respect them for trying to create something new it's not same yeah it's agree. not the Little Mermaid remake which is just bankrupt yeah exactly as a, as a concept yeah exactly okay right? we'll okay. be back after we've seen Wish with we're gonna see you with our kids and then come back without our kids yes bye once upon a time stood Rosas the most magical kingdom Founded by a king with the power to grant wishes. You are their handsomest, most beloved king. You're right. I am a handsome king. 
I'm so nervous, I think I'm going to explode. My best friend, the king's apprentice. My mouth drooping? I feel like it's drooping. Asha, come with me. The wishes of Rosas. Wow. People give their wishes to me, and I grant the wishes I am sure are good for Rosas. Some of these will never be granted. Not some. Most. They deserve more than... I decide what everyone deserves. So I look up at the stars to guide me. I wish. And throw caution to every warning sign. Oh, you spoil us with your magic. I didn't do it. What? Hi, we're back. Uh, we have seen Wish, uh, and if this is your first time on the cinema, there's no spoilers for the movie Wish until there will be, which will be clearly marked as Spoiler Street. Um, it's cold. It's freezing. It's very cold. Um, so we're going to keep this brisk, our walk. So keep the pace up, Kathy. Mm -hmm. Come on, faster. Yeah, I am walking slowly because it's so cold. Now, what do you think of that movie? I, I don't. Really I actually had no it. no sense of you from the body language because our kids were between us I know, yeah. and I couldn't see you. We should say we had the entire cinema the entire to ourselves, the four of us, which wow. is our boys' first Alarming. experience of this. It's a rare thing for us, and and it's so. It often happens us too, but it never happens with kids' movies. Yeah, they did, were thrilled. Did we see Evil Dead by ourselves? Oh no, two people came in just just as it started. I've seen. A, I've been a few times in very quiet cinemas in Ireland, but never a kid screening on a Saturday afternoon oh at God. noon. Which is a bad sign for this movie. Very bad sign for which. <laughs> yeah, 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 I actually yeah, yeah. don't know what the box office numbers have been. Do you? No, I don't. However, that being said, it was on like every hour. So when when I was leaving, I said to the guy like, "Oh, that was nice. We the cinema to ourselves," and he said, "Oh, the one o'clock screening was a lot busier." So anyway, um, the kids enjoyed that. That's for sure. And um, they also really enjoyed the movie, by the way, both of them um, really, really liked it. Uh, I really liked it as well. Like at the very beginning, I was just kind of like, I want to put aside all that stuff that people saying is like cynical and it's a cash in for 100 years. And I just wanted to enjoy it for what it was. And I really did, actually. Um, I really liked our main character. I loved Chris Pine as the villain. He was amazing. And there's a couple of banging songs in there, albeit like you wouldn't say it lives up to like, you know, a classic Disney in terms of the soundtrack. But I do think there was, there's a particular banger with This Is The Thanks I Get from Chris Pine, which we'll play at the end, which is really good. Um, and then I just enjoyed this. I actually thought they did with the Wish stuff, and we'll talk about it in the spoiler sheet, was actually lovely and had some meaning behind it. So there's more depth to the film than I was expecting. I thought that was really clever what they did with the Wishes. And uh, I found it a really enjoyable family film. Um, and then I loved Pepper throughout and I'm sure I missed most of them but I caught a lot of like references to classic Disney movies within it which again I don't find cynical I think you're paying homage and respect to you know the breadth of films you have so I enjoyed all that and then in the end the end credits had like you know all the kind of old Disney characters and stuff popping up so again I enjoyed all that stuff but Dave? Yeah um, I liked it I thought it was good I didn't think it was great but I had a really good time with it um, I laughed out loud a few times. Um, I thought the animation was stunning, mm -hmm. beautiful. A lovely mix of kind of 2D watercolor and sort of 3D CG graphic animation. I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't know the ins and outs of it. It was but lovely. Whatever yeah. it was, it looked beautiful. It looked like the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild video game, that sort of, that sort of style. Um, but which classic Disney looking people uh, yes, the way they draw their yeah. faces and, and exactly it felt, like, it felt like a lovely combination of a hundred years of animation you know from because it did feel like a nice 
throwback just visually to some of that older style and then as you said um there's a lot of references it, uh, they it almost felt like a remix it was like taking a lot of the iconic disney stuff some of which we'll mention in spoiler street and just remixing it you know what if the seven dwarves but this yeah you know and i, I quite liked that as I an like idea that too. and i don't think that's cynical i know no. as you said a lot of people saying i think C disney famously do a lot of very cynical awful stuff as mentioned the little mermaid all these like re no, live action we remakes seen of the stuff. Little mermaid, though, no, i haven't reference. seen it to be fair but you just mean remake live the action the whole concept remake. of, yeah. of just just going through their back catalog and making these the ones we have seen have been pointless the lion yeah. king pointless we don't mean that that's, specific one that's a cynical that. move that has no value this this feels different this is feels like a, a company taking a well-deserved victory lap yeah. after a hundred years of creating some of the most iconic they, they basically invented like animation <laughs> right or they popularized it, it. It's, and when it's, you it's hear incredible that, when you wish upon a yeah they play that they, like, they weave it in yeah. nicely so so and chris pine is so good I'd watch a whole nother well, film here, with his character. Here's the thing, yeah. Chris Pine, great, great and we villain. we have to say, our kids are like four, near, three nearly four-year-olds properly scared by the baddie, which I think is a good sign. Like, he wasn't terrified, but he was cuddling into me. Um, they were laughing along. They were singing the songs when we were driving home. They wanted us to play the soundtrack. Yeah. And they've been talking about it all afternoon. I mean, that's all good stuff from a kid's perspective. That's you know? all the stuff that you expect from a Disney yeah. animated movie. That's the stuff that that's the things we felt when we left <laughs> the Beauty and the Beast in 1991. And you go to McDonald's and you get the toy, and then you yeah, sadly, you think about the McDonald's. you think about all the you know characters. You want to see it again. Yeah. Um, Our three-year-old or anything you want to see it again and go yeah. back to the cinema to watch it because so, he understands release schedules and that it's not on telly yet somehow. So I would say that's the main thing. I would yeah. say Disney still doing the same thing that um they they did in the in the 60s for uh, for an audience in the 70s and so forth back i guess back to the to the bloody 20s 30s and 40s with snow white like they are capturing the anime the imaginations of of children and um turning them into the next generation of animators and storytellers so it's a, it's a, it's a lot i think it's a lovely thing this generational legacy at the end this isn't a spoiler but in the end credits of this you know they they pay tribute to every single movie that they yeah, animate uh, under amazing, their really. under their studio and when so we sat there and kind of just watched each one you know like oh yeah and, and and yeah there are a few misses in there but on the whole it's like wow you're like just incredibly like what 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 a roster and they have you know disney are guilty of a lot um, guilty of a lot in terms of like how they always chose to you know to tell particular stories about like white characters they put girls in certain brackets around them being princesses etc they often used to have very like dark skinned baddies they have perpetuated a lot of bad things narratives like cultural narratives but I think Disney's really working hard to not do that anymore and I albeit I wish they hadn't perpetrated them for so long I acknowledge that they are really trying not to do that and it's funny because our six-year-old from seeing the trailers and the pictures was like oh that's a princess movie I don't want to see a princess movie and I was like obviously first of all she's not a princess raging. firstly but I was like well she's not a princess though she's just a girl and he was like but but I could see and he's not able to articulate it what he's thinking is but it's a Disney movie and she's a girl or go she must be a princess even he's already soaked that in yeah and then he was really delighted that it wasn't a princess movie and all the rest of it 
so it's it's interesting like when you look back at the old movies like they're pretty dire the princess stuff but like now well, I, I like that they're moving along with the times and I thought the lead character in this film was awesome and I loved her and we should probably go to spoiler street should we can I just say two things on that front uh, one um, this isn't uh, forgiving Disney at all in, the, in terms of their history but that that is a reflection of those the society at that time I think they did nothing to to challenged that and only re- reinforced yeah, the, is- the issues of, of those decades and decades they had a lot but of power like they could have you know I, that's I, the thing when you look back I also don't give them any credit for um, um, for making really uh, I think they're riding on a trend for the past 15 20 years maybe that again they're just following society society is asking more of its media and I think Disney now you have to give them some credit for trying to uh, improve representation in their movies and I think they have done that but a lot you know I, th- I, I don't think they have pioneered that right no they're, they're not fo- they're just following consumer they're demand once again following trends yeah. um, anyway but I will say before we go to Spoiler Street um, so all of that yeah uh, I got a good warm feeling from this movie I think it did its job it clearly worked for our kids I think well deserved um, victory lap for Disney animation um, but this movie itself, I mean, it's a bit, I don't know, it didn't really 100% connect with me. It doesn't feel like an instant classic the way you watch Moana or something and you're like, whoa. Mo- Moana's is, next level. Moana is just fully formed as a yeah. story, characters. This just felt like there's a lot of ideas in here, uh-huh. but it's a little muddled. I think the villain, Big Tick, great, great. Asha I like as a protagonist. Yeah, really the, like then there's her. all this other stuff going around which we'll talk about uh, going on, which we'll talk about in Spoiler Street. There's a lot of swirling supporting characters around her. And none of them really click. The star uh, was like so in, indicated by the trailer to be really important and kind of the core of this, but and is is very adorable and will make a great toy, clearly. But I'm like, it doesn't really feel that central to all this. And it feels very you know, it felt like it didn't achieve a lot in terms of its plot. Um, so it the feels very slight. Like a, the star was like more of a, a driver. And then yeah, the but talking it's not a, donkey goat thing was very cute. And in the traditional Disney way of like having a very cute animal character. Yeah. They, that really worked. And our kids loved that. And like at one point the goat like opens the door with his butt and he's like, I move that with my butt. Yeah. And the kids were like, yeah. I mean, I thought that was funny too. So, so yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff in here. I don't think it all really comes t- together. I don't think, so I think this movie made me appreciate a hundred years of Disney animation. It didn't make me come away and think, wish this is going to be a classic, which we're going to rewatch for the ages. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't feel like, it almost feels like this movie doesn't, necessarily deserve to be in that same stable. I'm actually trying to think the last kind of big movie in this film was probably Encanto, wasn't it? Uh, Encanto, Which, yeah. again, this doesn't really Which I thought, here. again, and then you talk about the music, there's two good songs in this. There were a few songs which I was like, this, I'll even, I looked over to you at one stage uh, and I said like, I, I was trying to say S-H-I-T to you. <laughs> Although we kids, were just talking out loud because like, we were the only people there. But also you can't curse at your kids. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go to Spoiler Street, but I agree. Um, like, It's not quite in the league of we don't talk about Bruno, but the Chris Pine song was awesome. Uh, yeah, that was good to be fair. Okay, before we go to uh, Spoiler Street for this movie, we are going to take a quick break.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, so spoilers now for Disney Wish. Um, Disney's Wish? Disney's Wish. This is Disney's Wish. My wish is that we spoil this movie. Um, the Yeah, the songs that didn't work, like there's a whole revolution song where the queen joins them and, and there's all these kind of, you know, shadows and it, there's some clever stuff in there, but it's like that just didn't land yeah, for me. A lot of the songs I, I thought... Um, didn't land now sometimes didn't land but then Elliot our three year old was like asking for different versions of that song like he knew all the different no not versions. that song or just he seemed to have really followed the songs and again like we're not quite the target demo we do need to look at how younger kids respond so well he asked no he's asked he was asking for one of the good songs there's two really good yeah, songs in this yeah there's two really good songs and, yeah. the, and the rest this is my point the rest it's a, it's a real it's 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 like a low quality ratio of songs like Encanto, in this, I like, think do you remember any song outside of We Don't Talk About Bruno because I actually don't uh, well yeah I'll give you a good counterpoint so there's a song at the beginning of Encanto where uh, she gives a sort of a tour of the village mm-hmm. and you meet all the characters uh, and it's just a real like belter it's not like necessarily catchy but Sing it's it but I know it's not necessarily catchy but it's got incredibly good lyrics it's very funny and does a good job of introducing you to the characters this movie attempts a similar thing with welcome to rosas yeah which i found instantly forgettable forgettable. like tell me anything about rosas i can tell you there's a lovely king and the (laughs) only thing you need to get sanctuary in the kingdom this is where on spoiler streets is that you arrive they'll give anyone sanctuary but in return when you turn 18 and this is the stuff i thought was clever um you, you make a wish and then he mines it in this kind of cool wish room and there was like some fantasia elements to some of it and then the, the, they kind of live in like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory type kind of room full of bubbles and then every month he'll grant a wish um, and then she kind of finds out that he basically decides what wishes to and to not grant based on his own opinions and how he interprets them and then she kind of makes a wish upon a star which falls down and then she kind of suddenly has magic to challenge him. I enjoyed all the stuff a lot. And then he's kind of not a bad guy, but he's played by Chris Pine and he's super vain. And then he kind of go delves into this book of forbidden spells, becomes really dark and starts basically like inhaling people's wishes to give himself power. He including he takes the power of the main character's mom, the, the wish of hers. And what's so cool is when he kills someone's wish, aka takes it to give himself power, it's almost like they lose a piece of themselves. And I think the the message of the film is like humans need hope and things to aspire to. Because as soon as you've given him your wish, you forget it. And it actually results in people being like very depressed and distressed because they've lost like a core part of them. And I liked that. That's the bit that I was not expecting from the film and I felt like really elevated it yeah and I like and I, I, lo- I really like that as well I liked how they tied it into you know he is essentially a benevolent tyrant right yeah I- at the beginning of the movie anyway like he, he is you like know he's full power but he he's sees, nice enough he sees this well he sees him he sees and, and I think a lot of this happens with um, dictatorships is that th- there's 
a perceived uh, benefit to, to, to the to the wider community. I'm doing this to keep everyone safe. Yeah. You know, we've got, we've got to protect this at all costs. You know, and he's fighting until he's challenged. And, and I thought they, get, they just glimpsed, they give you just enough of a backstory with that burnt sort of um, relic of his past on the wall, like his family and t- village had been destroyed. So it's like more dimensionalization that, than Disney villains usually get, yeah. which I think is good. And he's very charismatic. And he was very entertaining. Uh, Chris Pine did a great job. So really good, memorable villain. I think he was probably the best thing in it. I really liked Asha as well. Yeah, I loved her. Um, the, she's the one from Hamilton and Schmigadoon. Yeah, so she's brilliant. Um, so gr- lovely singer as well and, and she's got nice character. Such, she's got the just the, the really good thing about a Disney main character, which is like she's really trying to do better. Yeah. And she's very earnest. And I'd and say she's a touch of Moana about her character. And I like this idea of like um, community working together and, and like people... Um, you know, the the people. She doesn't defeat the villain. The people do they all have together. To work together so yeah, exactly. So that's- the Easter egg, the main Easter egg I copped onto was, I was like, why does she have so many friends? It was an odd amount of friends in every scene. To the point, then eventually I turned to Dave and said, Oh, they're the seven dwarfs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because seven is such a particular amount. Yeah, and there was like a sleepy one, a dopey one, but it took longer than I expected. And then the more I looked at them, the more I realised, like the friend who was the Doc character. She actually, how they did the drawing, I don't know, but she actually had Doc's original face when you really looked at her face. She had his clothes, his glasses. Yeah, dopey, the dopey character has dopey's hat. Stuff. There's definitely Fantasia references. I thought there was um, Beauty and the Beast references when they were like going through the woods on horses. Bam- That's about Bambi's all I picked up on. Bambi's in it as a yeah. character. Um, so I just got a kick out of all that stuff. Call it cynical or whatever that you might want to call well, it. No, they're very, Easter eggs. And they I enjoyed it. But they didn't get in the way. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think. Like, and I really liked the... Um, I really enjoyed the character of her friend who, like... I think he might have been the sleepy one, but he was just like... He was so sad since he'd given away his wish. Yeah, and I like this idea that like, your hopes are part of you and they yeah. drive you forward. And without that, he just became... You know, and then he kind of lethargic turned on his friends because if you are hopeless you will do things that maybe you shouldn't do yeah. and then she forgave him thought the messages were all lovely when, and then I just love the kind of reference to Snow White at the end when the really kind of narcissistic self-loving baddie ends up being banished into a mirror oh that's great and he also in one of his songs was like mirror mirror on the wall like, he says something like really that good. The, the only thing that didn't uh, the, the, the most clunky reference I thought was when some like there's a bit line at the end where she gets the magic wand, Asha, and then somebody says, "You can be our fairy yes, godmother." I was like, "You didn't have to just yeah, say it." That was awful. I didn't get that. <laughs> also, at all. it's a phrase that nobody would say. Yeah, that's an expression. That, why would you say that? Yeah, it doesn't that, make any sense. So specific. Especially she's not a fairy, and she's not your godmother. <laughs> I just don't yeah. understand. Though there was a visual reference to the Cinderella fairy godmother, wasn't there? When that thing was crawling up the trees and Th- that was the the, yes. Well, that was the. Uh, yeah, the Cinderella whatever carriage, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I enjoyed it. I'd be really interested to hear what our listeners think. If you're like veering on the it's crap cynical territory or the kind of quite enjoyed it territory that we're on. Now let's play ourselves out with This is the Thanks I Get. Um and thank you for listening. Let I, us know what you I thought. I actually thought that other song was better, the one about the the wish that was in the trailer. No. Yeah, Come the one on. at the end where they all sing it together. Yeah, but this is the things I get is a villain song. I mean, yeah, They're it's a good, it's a good song. song. They were the two best songs. Yeah, That's they what were. I said. Yeah. Um, so right. we'll play that now. Thank you for listening. Let us know what you thought. And if you have a minute, please subscribe and rate us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It makes a big difference to us.
Yes, uh, or you can email us. We like getting emails, thecinemile at gmail.com or we're on Instagram or letterboxed at thecinemile. Bye. Bye. I'd give the clothes off Benito's back If you really needed that I'd be the first one to volunteer Henry, if your home were to crumble Or if you were in trouble I'll let you live here for free And I don't even charge you rent I clean up all your messes And I'm always there when you need to vent I give and give and give and give You'd think they'd all be content and All I really want is just a little respect And this is the thanks I get <laughs>